What's up, guys? Welcome to the Boom Tequila Podcast with your hosts. I'm Jody and I'm Erin. Join us every Monday for entertainment and relationship-focused topics, music recommendations, and some fun, more personal topics in our Dishbish segment at the end. Relationships can be tough. You have to work on them, no matter how long you've been with your partner or partners. Sometimes things happen, feelings change, even we as people change and grow. And in today's episode, we're going to go over some relationship issues and we'll be giving our advice. How do I tell my boyfriend that I want to be fucked whenever he feels like it? So my boyfriend is so kind and sweet and huge on boundaries, but I want to take, I thought I gave you this one, but I want to be taken advantage of aggressively. I have told him, but I don't think he gets it. I want to be waking up at three in the morning with him inside me. This stuff turns me on so much and I love our sex life, but this is something I think about. And I tell him he could use me for anything at any time he wants. I just want him to hold me down and do it. How do I explain what I want? So he understands, do I need to give up and just enjoy the vanilla sex we have now? <laughs> Why do you think you gave me this? <laughs> I just thought you'd like it. Uh, <laughs> I do. Okay. Um, it's a great question. <sighs> I think that first and foremost, I would say, are you talking about sex outside of the bedroom? And are you communicating at all about sex? Because I think it's really common for couples to not talk about sex at all, which makes conversation about sex all the more awkward or asking for what you want or even sharing things like this really uncomfortable. I don't think there's any shame in having these feelings and wanting these things, but I do think you need to be talking about it with your partner. So, um, and getting there is, could a little bit of a process if it's not something that you guys already talk about regularly. So um, it could start out with like uh, text things. There are also some games that they have for couples that ask like kind of questions about sex or if you don't want to buy them, you can look up online and Google like questions for relationships and do like a date night where you have like wine and kind of go through a list of questions together that are like kind of sex centered, um, which is actually also really great for emotional intimacy and just learning each other better. So highly recommend that and asking him, you know, if there's anything that he's into and this stuff is really uncomfortable to talk about especially if it's not stuff you're already talking about. Like if there's not, it sounds like there's well, no. She kink said, I have told him, but I don't think he gets it. Mm, she says she has told him she wants. Okay. So she, I don't think she, I'm going to guess based on just like how I see people communicating and then communicating about how they're saying things. Mm -hmm. I'm going to guess she has not outlined it to him in this specific way. She says that, you know, she's told her boyfriend, she says, how do I tell him that I want to be fucked whenever he feels like it? Mm. So that to me says she hasn't fully told him, like maybe she has told him, I want you to do whatever you want. But like a lot of girls will say that. And that's very vague. It's not very yeah. good communication. Also, because maybe he is, maybe he just likes the, like, that's what he wants. The vanilla or whatever. I don't know. Right. Well, and that's the thing. Like, he might just be like, I really only want to, you know, do he's only maybe comfortable with certain things mm -hmm. or maybe he would be really into this. But he's like, well, I didn't know that's what you meant, because, again, I think a lot of girls will say stuff like, oh, I want you to do whatever you want. And it's like, do you really? Because what if he pulls out, you know, 
I don't know, like a giant alien dildo, like, and it's like, <laughs> well, how about this? That was so out of his back pocket. <laughs> out of his asshole, and is like, how about this? You want to try? Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna, I want you to peg me with this, like, you know, cool, but like, second thought, you know. I don't think vague statements like that are helpful. I do think it's good to have like more clearer conversations and talk about like, you know, trying to understand, just starting the conversation about sex, trying to understand, you know, what turns him on, letting him know what turns you on. And at some point you're going to have to work up to actually clearly outlining in the way that you've outlined this, whether it's passing a journal back and forth or texting each other questions or doing a game night. Like there's lots of different creative things that you can do to kind of help foster the conversation so that you're it's to help take some of that awkwardness away but I think that's key and I think being figuring out a way to be this specific in what you're telling him so that he really understands because most men who are ethical in their approach to sex are not going to just assume because one time you said I want you to do whatever you want that that means stick your dick in me while I'm asleep yeah See, and this whole thing itself, I feel like is kind of vague because it's, I want it to be taken advantage of aggressively. That can mean so many things. Yes. Like, I feel like you don't even a hundred percent know what right. you like, want. Exactly. Is, does, does that, well, maybe she does, but again, it's like, yeah. you need to communicate and you need to make sure that both of you are very, very clear in communication yeah. and consent and boundaries and limits. And yeah, because does taken advantage of aggressively, does that mean like consensual non-consent play does mm -hmm. that mean she just wants like a little bit rougher sex does that mean you know but she's saying like she wants to be woken up at 3 a.m like so I, I would guess that that this is more consensual non-consent is what this yeah. is leaning into which again there's nothing wrong with but it has to be that consent element very very key there and it's not something everybody's comfortable with and so right. but maybe there's other things that he's like well what about this or what if you know and just yeah starting the conversation because he might be more open than you think and he might not he might be like he might totally shut you down and just be like I don't need toys I don't need my addiction what like he he might <laughs> suck and then yeah. I would say if that's the case it's probably not a partner you want to have sex with anyways yeah that's true but yeah unfortunately you might find out you're not sexually compatible mm-hmm or you might find out you mm -hmm. are and your sex life will be a lot better because you guys can. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little communication can get you fucked at three in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. But that's definitely one that you need consent on. And if anyone's listening yeah. to this, that's a thousand percent something that like should be at some point talked about where like, okay, there's clearance and I like this. I would like, you know, you have whatever to do that. Or even, you know, you might decide you have to be like, oh, tonight I want you to do that. And, and, but I don't want to be surprised. You know what I mean? Like, so talk through all of that kind of stuff, because when you get into that kind of play, it just requires that much more conversation so that to be done in a safe and ethical way. Word. All right. That's, I feel like a long a long one. All right. The next one. My girlfriend is amazing. I truly love her. We have the same future goals. My family loves her, etc. She is perfect for me apart from one thing. Our libidos are complete opposites, which is fine. And I can deal with it. Don't get me wrong. We have good sex about, about twice a week, but I can't stop thinking about my ex every time we're doing the deed. 
I can't stop either. And I'm not sure what to do. The sex with my ex was insane. The best sex I've ever had by far. How can I get rid of these thoughts? I don't know if guys are different. I'm assuming this is a guy. It doesn't specify. Mm -hmm. And he's saying our libidos are complete opposites, but he's not saying if he wants it more or if she wants it more. So I don't know. Because one thing I will say with women is now, yes, there there can be libido differences for mm-hmm. sure. So I'm not saying that this is for sure what it is. But when women are getting pleasure out of the sex that they're having, they typically want it a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> I mean, honestly, like I, I think in general, women can even have don't quote me on this, but I want to say I read it recently somewhere that women can even have higher sex drives um, in general. Mm-hmm. But if you're not getting pleasure out of sex or there are emotional or other strains in the relationship that are getting in the way, mm-hmm. those tend to be the holdups for women. Could totally be actual libido issues, though. So not. Yeah. Also, everybody and everybody is different. So maybe your ex, you were able to get off very easily and she loved it and wanted it more but your girlfriend now isn't able like maybe you're not doing that thing she likes so she's not getting off as well as your ex so that's why she doesn't want it as much I don't know what concerns me is he says that he can't stop thinking about his ex and the sex with his ex was insane the best sex he's ever had by far Mm -hmm. and maybe men are different here than women and this is like I don't know but like when you're with someone and you're in love with them I don't think I've ever been thinking about an ex. You know what I mean? Like, it just, I would, I would wonder, do you still have feelings for the ex? Oh, that's clear. Is this person really only good on paper? Because you're like, she's perfect. We have the same goals. My family loves her. Like maybe on paper, she's good. Her character's good. She does all the right things, but like, you're not that attracted to her. That can happen. Absolutely. And you can say she's perfect apart from one thing, sex. Like sex, that one thing is huge. Like, it is. And it's it's obvious because he made this post that it's very important to him. So I don't know. You can't force things. You can't force yourself to feel a certain way no matter what. So, And twice a week is not a lot. Especially if it's like a new relation. I don't know, like in the first few years, right? Like, I feel like that's average. Is that? Okay. Yeah. I'd say. Whatever. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I don't know how to tell you to get rid of those thoughts because we, like, you're human and we can't control the way that we feel. So I, I really have no advice for that. Divorce. Divorce. All right. My husband and I have been married for 17 years. I'm 35 and he's 37. And the last year or so, he has started cross-dressing. Honestly, I'm confused and hurt and have no self-esteem. I don't want to tell him how I feel because I don't want him to start hiding things from me. But it is such a turnoff. I don't even feel like I want to be with him anymore. And I definitely don't want to have sex with him. He looks so happy when he's doing it. And he even puts photos online in a private social media site. I don't know what to do because he's my family and I love him, just not romantically anymore. Can I overcome this? It really bothers me that he takes my panties and clothes and puts them on even after I asked him to buy his own things. Honestly, it grosses me out. What do I do? Oh, this is a tough one. I know. Like, I feel like the taking your clothes after you've asked him not to is 
my biggest thing with that. Like that's definitely a boundary and you've spoke to him about it and he is not respecting that and that's an issue. But at the same time, this is something that's obviously really important to him and makes him happy, but you can't help your feelings. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, because you can't force yourself to be attracted to someone. And it can be hard after that long of being with someone to keep the spark alive or whatever anyways. And so I think the one thing I would do if you haven't already is talk to him about what this means for him. And he may be just figuring it out, too, if it's a new thing. Like he may be like, I just enjoy uh, doing this and kind of playing with gender and challenging gender norms. And I don't I mean, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. At the same time, taking your clothes and, you know, what you're attracted to you know, that's hard. It's just, it's really hard. So like, I think a lot of conversation with him would be really good to understand what this means for him and, and really thinking about for yourself, why does this bother you? Mm -hmm. Why does it turn you off? Are you uncomfortable with challenging gender norms? And I don't know. I I, I feel lost on giving solid advice. I, I almost think like finding a a therapist or something. Oh, absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because you don't want to shame him for something like this. Like this is who he is and it makes him happy. You don't want to mm-hmm. shame him because of your own personal feelings about it because yes. him doing this isn't to hurt you. You know what I mean? Like people don't do things like this just to hurt their partner or anybody else. So I don't know what to say. I think this is beyond us. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm struggling here because I don't feel qualified to really give a lot of input here, but I do think that, yeah, the panties thing I think is the, the only real. Yeah. Uh, I don't like that. I don't like that. He's taken your, I don't want anybody taking my panties. But yeah, I think yeah. therapy and both of you doing a lot of self-reflection and communicating. Sure. Yeah. All right. The next one says my boyfriend has been following models, porn stars, only fans, influencers, et cetera, and liking their revealing pictures on social media. I don't know what I should do. He finds them attractive and good to look at. But ever since I got him in my life, I can't think of anyone else. I have no attraction towards anyone but him. But every time I confront him, he says, I'm not fucking them. I'm just looking at them because they're appealing. But I am very insecure and embarrassed whenever I see another photo like that he has liked. It pushed me to dig deeper into his following list, and I ended up just crying and hating myself even more. How can I get over him doing this? It's clear he's not going to stop. What am I supposed to do? Divorce. See, Jody and I are opposite ends of this one because she's probably more aligned with the writer of like, this is embarrassing. Why are you liking all of these fucking sluts online? Um, where I'm like... People should be sluttier and you can like whatever you want to no, like. I don't have any issues with that. And but the fact that she's told him, I, this makes me feel insecure. She's crying about it. Mm. What does he, what does he need to like them for? Like, that's one simple thing that he can but, stop doing to make her feel better about herself. So I don't a hundred percent disagree with you, but I think that I don't think him stopping liking them is going to make her feel better about herself her insecurity is a separate issue from him liking girls online her jealousy is a separate issue from him liking girls online yeah but if you love your partner and that's something simple like it's he's not gaining anything from liking these photos 
but what he could but it could make a huge difference for her like it's not going to cure every it's not going to make her not insecure or whatever but it mm-hmm. will make her feel like oh he cares enough about me to stop doing that you know what i mean like so yeah i mean like do i think that he that he could see her insecurity and be like you know what i love you i don't ever want you to feel insecure i'm going to stop Uh, I'm going to unfollow these like it's not worth it like you're worth more than these fucking you know randoms on the internet yeah I do think that would be one great option and obviously the one that she would want but I also think that I don't know I personally would never want to be in a position where I feel like I am controlling a partner or they're only doing something Mm -hmm. because I said they couldn't that's true and yeah I think that yes him liking an Instagram model isn't that big of a deal and in the same breath i would say if it's not that big of a deal then why is it that big of a deal that's true also even if he does stop you're gonna know in the back of your mind like he would be liking these pictures like he still he did and he only stopped because of you to make you happy and he's not just because of that it doesn't mean that he doesn't find these women attractive anymore just because he stopped liking them and that was like the root of the issue Right. And he's not with them. Like he's choosing to be with you. Where I think where I think this becomes an issue is I think a lot of like relationships don't ever define cheating or, you know, rules, boundaries, Mm -hmm. whatever. And people make assumptions. And so one person might be assuming I mean, I have heard women say that if a guy watches porn, it's cheating on me. Um, so to her, she could feel like this is a betrayal and he's cheating on her, where in his mind, he might be like, It's only cheating if I have sex with someone. Yeah. Or somebody else might feel like it's cheating if you flirt with somebody else. And so, like, I think there's a lot of subjectivity there that's worth being on the same page about and understanding what does my partner feel like is cheating or would violate this trust. I don't know. I mean, he might not agree with you, Mm -hmm. but this is hard for me because I I personally just don't care what somebody likes online. And maybe that's me being too insensitive I don't know. No, it's just, I know that the majority of women do, and it's something that I don't fully understand. I, but I know that it's, I am not the popular opinion here. So like, don't take me, I'm not trying to shame you for having your feelings by any means. I think the majority of women are like, it's fucking embarrassing when guys like, um, a bunch of Instagram models and it's a red flag and you should break up with them. Like that is the standard advice that I see. So I I know I'm right there. I think it's embarrassing, but what really pisses me off is when men will like these Instagram models photos but if you like a guy's photo or comment on a guy's picture on Instagram and the man your boyfriend or husband or whoever has a problem with it that's a, the biggest issue I feel like hell yes I'm never yeah. okay with a double standard yeah absolutely all right I'm basically in love with a guy who views me so platonically it's almost painful I've never in my life felt such a level of romantic adoration towards someone. He's so different from everyone I've ever met, but he treats me completely like a friend. We've grown and had a really good friendship, and I really value his presence in my life. He's so genuine and unintentionally, the thoughtful gestures he perceives as normal things between friends is so sweet to me. I feel like I can truly be myself around him. I want to know how can I let these feelings go? I can't chance confessing my feelings to him and losing him as a friend. I think you should chance it. I do too. Absolutely. I think if I do, I think you should chance it. I think that if you're that good at friends with him, 
there's a way that you can figure out how to gauge it or something. And if you are sure, like if, if she's sure that he doesn't feel that way, here's the thing. Like you're not really just friends if you're in love with him. Exactly. Yeah. And I get why you would be because like, if, if, you know, when it's, I, I think I've probably mentioned it, but I've seen this thing that's like, do you really like when, sorry, you can cut this when men are like kind, it's, not that common (laughs) no it's true and when you're the more that you disclose to someone the closer emotionally you feel to them and so if you've got a really close and like intimate friendship on even a platonic level you know it's kind of a recipe for no absolutely I think you should chance it because also like what if he starts dating somebody and then you're like why didn't I say something? And then I don't know. I don't know. Where right. I'm like you're not about, happy with how the relationship is now. At yeah. the end of the day, your wants and needs are not being met with the dynamic of the relationship currently. Mm-hmm. So you got to risk it all, bitch. See, and you say you don't want to lose him as a friend, but I feel like if you like him that much and you're like in love with him, then it's worth it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like if you feel that way towards him, the reason you're keeping him around is because of your real feelings. And all that's doing is putting on hold happiness with somebody else. Like as long as you just stay and love and obsessed with a man who doesn't want you, you're putting the rest, assumingly you're putting the rest of your life on hold. You're not dating other people. All right. So that's all that we have for this section of relationship advice so now it's time for joe jam what are you listening to this week (laughs) so this week i recently found a song on i think tiktok again of course that was like starting to go viral but it's new it's a really new artist and i'm pulling it up because i don't i'm gonna uh say her name wrong okay so the song is called taylor did and it's actually more like country ish Ooh. um and it's by this i think you would like it actually and all of our swifties will love it too because it's kind of like about taylor's influence and like how music like is therapeutic it's, it's a good song it's interesting and it's by alana springsteen and it's called taylor did I think she just did a song recently with Mitchell Tenpenny that w- I really liked. Oh, was I she not? Sure I thought really... she was like new, new. She's no, kind she of is a little. Oh, she yeah. okay. No, she is. She's she's brand new. So yeah, I don't always know the. I I do like uh, country music. I don't always know. I'm not always as like well versed yeah. on. No, on the artist there. Um, I am taking it back this week, and I have been listening to Goo Goo Dolls, and the song is "Name." Sexy. Yeah. I've been listening to Creed, arms wide open. I'm just kidding. I'm leaving that. So obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry to anyone who got that stuck in your head now. Now that we're done with Joe Jam, you know what that means. Mm-hmm. It's time to dish fish. Better dish fish. Yeah. Yeah. So dish <laughs> for dish fish this week, we just have some random fun questions. So are you ready? Yes. All right. What kind of music did you listen to as a kid? Gospel, Christian music. <laughs> That's what my mom tried to make me listen to. Oh and God. then I heard Spice Girls was one of the first ones I remember hearing when I was like really little. Mm-hmm. And I remember that being like my first exposure to rap and hearing like Scary Spice. And I thought it was really cool. And then like TLC, I heard like some of their songs and 
um, rap. Like I immediately, and maybe just because my mom hated it because she was like, rap music, that's disgusting. Like, and so I was like, I love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. But rap pop for sure was like my favorite genre forever and still probably is. Oh what about gosh. you? Um, mine was like rap and R&B. I remember being like obsessed with TLC. I loved them. Immature, um, Notorious B.I.G. and Tupac and all that. Like I loved them when I was a kid. I think a lot of it also was because my parents hated it and it was just funny, but then I ended up really liking it. So I remember being I- really young and thinking like country music is so stupid and annoying. They're a bunch of hillbillies. And now I'm like obsessed. <laughs> yeah, no, I, um, well, and I was thinking too, like when I would listen to like, like TLC and stuff, I feel like I missed out on so much of the like late nineties. Like I didn't even hear Lil Kim or Biggie until I was an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of those that I feel like people, millennials kind of grew up on. I didn't, I wasn't like exposed to until I was older. It was like stuff that I had to find and really not until I got to middle school. And even then I remember like I got a TLC CD and I played it and my mom heard the phrase like making love or something. And she was like, this is raunchy. Get the Oh my gosh. And she made me take the CD back to the store because it said making love. She said, you know what that means? That's about sex. And she was like this. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's so funny. I remember. Do you remember all that? The show that was on Uh Nickelodeon? Yes, I remember. I had to sneak to watch that, too, because my mom said that Nickelodeon was trashy. Wow. I know. My my brat was the best on there. And she was (laughs) rapping and I loved it. And I loved the song. So my parents took me to Best Buy to buy her CD. And the only ones they had said parental advisory or whatever explicit on them. So I picked one out and we took it home and my parents went in the basement. I wasn't allowed down there. And they listened to this whole CD and then they made me like they they took it back to return it because they were like it was so bad and so inappropriate I'm like just let me live the first rap cd I ever bought was a Nelly cd like the country grammar cd and it had the explicit label on it and so I remember like refolding the cover in a special way to make it look like the like so you couldn't see it Mm -hmm. to have one of the like inside pictures of him like sitting on a step or something I don't remember what it was look like it was the cover I like readjusted it so you didn't see that and nice they never heard it but (laughs) yeah and I hated I remember country too growing up so my sisters listened to a lot of country like the Mm -hmm. 90s like Dana Carter and all that yes kind of stuff and I remember at the time being like you guys are such dorks and losers and now when I hear those like 90 countries 90s country songs like I kind of love them like they're the best now yeah like I know this one (laughs) (laughs) all right that's all we've got this week thank you guys so much for joining us Follow us on Instagram, follow us on TikTok, join our Facebook group and all the things. Give us good reviews, five stars, and we will see you next Monday. Bye. Bye.